You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Arts education has finally gotten a bit of love with some brand spanking new facilities. The University of Melbourne has opened its new Studio 5 arts education facility to bring some joy into learning. I'm education editor James Wells and Chair of Arts Education at Melbourne, Professor Susan Rice, joins me to discuss Studio 5. Can you just tell me a little bit about um, Studio 5? Well, Studio 5 is a new integrated arts uh, facility that has just basically been opened in the last month or so. Uh, It's on the fifth floor of the Melbourne Graduate School of Education, and it uh, it facilitates um, the the areas of visual arts, music, and drama uh, with uh, less emphasis on uh, dance and also media. But the intention of it is to not just locate all of these disciplines in one space, but to open avenues for cross-disciplinary work uh, within one floor. Who do you see using Studio 5? Well, predominantly we teach graduate students, um, so many of the students probably would be potentially doing their own research within that space. For example, there's a PhD student who's interested in embodied learning who wants to use the, the room that's got the sprung wooden floor and acoustically open for the type of research that would get the research participants involved in embodied learning, uh, and that will be her data. Um, so that type of work but also master's students, uh, not necessarily using that physical space, but being inspired by how that space liberates their thinking about pedagogy, about student learning, et cetera. Um, But thirdly, we have a large group of students who do the breadth subjects, which are the undergraduate programs for any student in any faculty to take. So we do like life drawing skills, um, you know, a number of creativity based um, subjects as well. So we, we target uh, quite a range of students. Why is it good to give the students who are learning about education a, a space which they're, they're able to be creative in and able to think creatively in? <laughs> I think it's really fundamental to education. Um, I think that um, increasingly, uh, particularly with the um, emphasis on high stakes uh, examinations and things these days, it, I'm frightened that Things such as play and creativity and enjoyment, you know, may be leached out of schools and um, there wouldn't be enough opportunities for kids to actually engage with, you know, more abstract, big picture issues that inspire them, but who, you know, which would give them the opportunity to explore them in a more playful, creative kind of way uh, of interpreting. So uh, not always just being words based, but, you know, using their bodies to dramatize things or to, to dance or to you know, make art or whatever to express their understanding of how they understand certain things. So it's all about basically integrating the arts and a bit of fun into what are some very um, dry subjects. Yeah, it can be, you know, either integrating or, or using it as a, as a basis for stimulating learning in general. Uh, and that branches out into whichever way, um, you know, the, the students or the subject or the topic, or whatever, takes it. And, and can you tell us a little bit about some of the, the design process behind Studio 5? Uh, well, I think probably one of the things that we're trying to showcase is the fact that um, arts arts learning and arts education can often be misunderstood. Um, and some people can feel a little bit frightened about having to participate in the arts because of stereotypes of feeling that you have to be talented or you have to be special. You have to have a lot of training to even, you know, dare to open your mouth and sing in front of anybody, that style of thing. 
So what we try to do is is embrace the idea that it's about learning, but it's also about the pedagogy within the space itself, but that the actual space itself is, well, I suppose to use formal terms, but a semiotic tool. Uh, in other words, it is a facility that stimulates people's desire to participate in a different kind of way that they wouldn't participate in in your standard classroom with rows and, and you know tables, et cetera. Uh, but that also then uh, enhances artistic expression and a different kind of community community dynamics between the participants because it's you know a different belief in each other and, and trust and a different kind of engagement than in your traditional forms of learning. You expressed concern about the constant measurement that goes on in education, how we need to measure everything. Was that sort of incorporated into the design as well? It's sort of like a rebelling against that or a counterpoint? <laughs> Well, I, th- I think there are ways of, of getting indicators of learning uh, that aren't necessarily test-based. Uh, and so I think that's probably one of the, the things that's inspiring us about Studio 5 is, is that we we kind of see it as, you know, photo elicitation or, say, filmic ethnography, where um, we have camera points within the space that allows us to capture the types of interactions that are happening with the students or even, you know, when we bring in groups of children into the space, et cetera, how are people using the space, but how are they interacting? What kind of artistic engagement are they involved in? What kind of pedagogy are the teachers using? But to actually have evidence of, of, of how that learning is kind of special, but different than what you'd get measured on a high stakes test. Uh, but that in fact, sometimes, in fact, often, when students and even very young children uh, uh, have the opportunity to express their concepts through means other than, say, words, um, uh, and in a kind of very formal didactic way, do have very uh, abstract and complex, profound ways of understanding and expressing that they can't do uh, in the more kind of traditional kind of ways of being tested. And so I think, for example, a child you know, a four-year-old child can sit and draw a picture and talk about things that you didn't even know they understood uh, because nobody's really asked them before. And when they're using that first symbol system of drawing, they can communicate easier and more clearly and more abstractly than they can if they're just trying to talk to you about something. I'm bringing back the focus of this interview back to the university and in universities as a whole. So right now the whole focus is on, is on STEM. Is it good that arts ed and arts facilities are getting a bit of love here? Oh, fantastic. <laughs> most most definitely a fantastic thing that this is happening. And I think that, you know, as I was saying before, I, I don't think that, that people necessarily see the arts as well, I suppose, in a stereotypic way as involving any kind of cognition. Uh, Oftentimes it's seen as just fun and games and something that you might put on your wall, like a painting on your wall, etc. But there's no learning or any kind of special form of cognitive or emotional engagement with it, when in fact I think the arts profoundly uh, get to that deeper level of understanding and communication. And I think that the privileging of science and mathematics as being kind of like the really abstract, symbolic, uh, complex, difficult subjects. Um, it's true that that there are elements of that within those domains, but they also are part of artistic expression as well. And another big focus is integrating the arts and science as well. What's your thoughts on that? I, I think integration is is a a very complex thing to try to achieve, and it and it can be done. And when it is done well, it is is very very powerful. Um, 
I think when people work across disciplinary uh, ways, like say what you express in music is quite different than what you might express, say, in art. They work in a different symbol system and they have different skills and all that. But when you can actually uh, um, come up with a, a provocation or some sort of stimulus that that allows students to engage with different disciplines and and understand how in a different modality they can communicate an understanding of something. Um, then I think that you've got very, very deep immersion into the learning process and the opportunity to see uh, ideas from different lenses, from different uh, um, perspectives about how it can be can be communicated in visual form, in dramatic form, in musical form, etc., through the body, etc. I think it's very pleasing that you're asking us to talk about these things because I think it, it is timely, uh, and I think there's an opportunity here for arts education in the Melbourne Graduate School of Education to be uh, world-class leaders in uh, facilitating and showcasing what kind of learning does take place in the arts and and making people, I mean, as John Hattie and lots of other people talk about making learning visible, I think the more that we can have film, filmic and other forms of communication in a visual sense, in an oral sense of what the arts are about and what people can achieve by participating in the arts, I think that's going to be a major breakthrough. And we hope that there are many opportunities to to do that and to 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 move the field of arts education further